JP, we recording, dude? We are recording, guys. Welcome to Project Mindset, episode 17, the most uplifting podcast on the planet. I am your host, Kevin Sturdivant, a.k.a. Coach Kevion. Thank you for being here today. We got a very special guest. This young go-getter, 25 years old, Nick Sissombath. He's here locally from Orange County, and his brand, Collegium, has, geez, just in the last few years, uh, become a global brand. They just recently landed a huge account with Bloomingdale's, and they are really delivering a quality product to the market, and I've just been really inspired watching this dude do it his way, and at a very young age, to create a, a global quality product that uh, people are are drawn to, that has an inspiring message about following your passion and keeping yourself around positive people. It's a really cool mix. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. You'll notice that we've also changed up our format. We're not spending very much time going into the story necessarily as much as we are spending time on how someone thinks. At the end of the day, Project Mindset is about helping people believe in themselves and know that their life has a purpose and give you guys the insights and tools to relentlessly chase your dreams with everything you've got. So... Thank you to everybody that's been listening in. We appreciate you screenshotting this, sharing it on Insta, tagging me, keeping me posted with what you're learning. And most of all, man, I got to say, it has been really cool to see so many people taking on this 100-day challenge. I did a couple 100-day challenges in 2018 where it was 100 days straight of doing something good for my health. I ran a 5K, the first one for 100 days in a row. The second one, I uh, biked 1,000 miles in 100 days. What this is all about, because really anybody could do it, it's all about taking the time at the start of your day to do something awesome for your mind, body, and soul. If you take this on for 100 days, I can guarantee you, you're going to have some days where you really do not feel like doing it, where it's difficult because there's things going on in your life. But if you stick with it and you do it anyways, especially on those days, you will have enormous breakthroughs. And you'll see that really the key to this whole thing is knowing what is important to do in life and doing it even when you may not feel like it. So thank you to everybody that's just been playing a big game and like going for it and making sure that you're taking care of those first three equities first. What are the first three equities? It's your mind, it's your body, it's your soul. What are the next two? It's your family, it's your friends. Then comes business and money. Those are really the core principles that I'm inspired to help people adopt into their life is ball out mentally, physically, spiritually, and in those core relationships, those people you really love and appreciate. Then you show up to work, then you show up to your passion and your career, and it flows that much that much easier. So thank you guys again for tuning in, for playing the game with us. Let's get this party started. Meet my good friend, Nick Sissombath, Collegium Shoes. Let's do this. Man, Nick Sissombath, 
for those of you who, who may not know, if it's not a household name yet, it is about to be. Welcome to <laughs> the work. show, dude. Thank you. Thank you for having us, man. It's honestly a blessing. All the big homies are on this show. So Let's go, for man. For me to come up next, it's like, damn, that's tight. You know, real blessing. Well, I really appreciate the the product that you've created. You know, like I, I'm very picky about <laughs> the kicks that I wear. And I think to... Uh, You've blessed me with a couple pairs, and I know it's a, a difficult game. Like I have a couple friends who are who are working on creating their brands, and they you, you see the buzz, and it's starting to happen. It is not an easy thing to do, and you have had some major breakthroughs <laughs> over this last six months, really, like six months to a to a year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, doing this for three years now, and uh, the breakthroughs are just coming. So you know, you just never give up. And when I started this, everyone wants to start a brand. I obviously picked the uh, hardest uh, category. I didn't even know. Um, I just found out this year, just talking to a homie, you know, you go out for a beer and you're like, why'd you start a sneaker brand? Like you will wear an H&M shirt and a YSL jacket. Yeah. But no one goes out, they never deny the swoosh or the three strikes, Right. you know? And there's so much more brand loyalty in sneakers than there are clothing. And it's just kind of the, avenue i blindly selected and at the end of the way you just back against the wall swing for the fences and that's it that's awesome man so what do you think are like when you think when i think about your your path right what do you think are some of the qualities that make up who you are that cause you to even go down this path yeah for sure um a good friend of mine andy uh, I have a lot of friends, Andy. If you're Asian American in Orange County, you're Andy. Yeah, there's Anthony like seven Kevin. people I'm thinking about right now. Yeah, for sure. So this is actually <laughs> just one of my high school homies. He just told me like, I never really think reflect of like a word to describe myself. He's like, Nick, you're just scrappy, dude. Like, scrappy. You're just like you figure out how to survive yeah. every single time. And like, I think that's that word. And it's not fancy. Describes like my journey with this. I started this. Uh, with a passion for footwear. I was collecting SBs in like the prime golden era, probably 05, would you call it? Nike Talk, ISS Forum, Windy 4714. Sorry <laughs> if I scammed you. Um, you know, the dunk exchanges. And uh, I sold my sneaker collection when I was in college and I was like, F it, I'm gonna start my own sneaker. So what happened? At what point did you say, all right, I'm going to, because like, when did you know that you wanted to have your own shoe brand? I don't think you ever really know. You just have this idea that I want to do something of my own. And sneakers, like, it's always been passionate through my life. My first job was at Finish Line. I wanted to get the latest and greatest Nikes yeah. and Jordans. My second job was at Nordstrom. Um, and an intern was even at a footwear house where I met some of my interns, Andrew and uh, Antonio, okay. at a shoe place called uh, Meslon Pacific Shoe Company, and they made handmade dress shoes. Yeah. At the time, I was working at Nordstrom, so like I was really into the dapper scene mm. and wearing suits and stuff. Um, so it's always been footwear. There was a time where I did like banking for a little bit, but it's always been footwear. So when I was in SC, it's funny, I worked that hard to get in and go to be an accountant and then I realized I'm like during my lectures I'm sketching sneakers yeah. in my notebook and like just getting by in, at USC because I didn't care at that point anymore. Right. I was like, I got here, cool, that's enough. Yeah. And um, and I was like- So that's an interesting way to think too, right? I think for, for the listeners like, man, be cautious of getting caught up in a trap where just because you got somewhere 
you know, it's not what you wanted. That's to do. not that doesn't that's not the answer. Like getting to the college is not the answer. Yeah, for sure. So like all the youngins out there, I'm still super young. So like, I just spoke at my high school like a year ago. They asked mm. me to speak at their graduation, and um, I was like, honestly. I know the teachers aren't gonna like this, but you guys don't have to get good grades. Like, if you didn't get good grades here and you're not going to college, don't even trip. Like, I'm probably not your best example because I did the whole thing just because you know I feared the bamboo stick that my dad was holding yeah. against me. Um, <laughs> like, but literally. like honestly, like the homies writing lyrics and notebooks right now. Some of you guys just sketching out stuff, making clothes, getting into cars, whatever it may be. Like it's gonna pan out. Like stay passionate about something yeah. and just follow through. And I wish somebody, one of the speakers that they brought out to me, would have said that to me. Right. Because like everyone they bring out, it's kind of like that corny dudes. Like go to school and you're you're gonna make a hundred thousand yeah. dollars no problem and no one told me that and I was always like okay cool I'm just gonna check off the societal boxes and it's gonna be okay yeah and it's not like that when you hit the real world so fast forward now to the point where you know you you screw up you fix it you do good in school you get shut down. yeah you, you know <laughs> you you get shut down you go into a college you realize man I gotta step up my game you step up your game you make it to USC it's like when I'm, as I'm listening to your story, there's all these little things where the two words that are standing out to me are not enough, yeah. right? Like, not enough. So, when you think about like why you are that way, I mean, what 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 comes to mind? Like, why do you think that you're somebody who, you know, it, it just constantly has to be improving? Sheesh, I don't know. I think it's just like this underlying fire within me. And I think a lot of it's from my dad. He's like such a such a perfectionist. And like I was telling you, like in elementary school, I got an 8 out of 10. He was like, it's not 10 out of 10. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's a subliminal and underlying drive just to be like, I told you, dad. Right. <laughs> I could do it not the way you want me to do yeah. it. And I never really thought of it that way. But I honestly think it is like he's still so hard on me. You know, yeah. he's like, you don't make shit. Yeah. Like, I, he's like, I can't believe I yeah. lent you money to start a company. I right. still haven't seen it back. Wow. And, uh, and then one day. Yeah, exactly. Day. I'm working to that day to be like, Dad, here's your money back. And yeah. also here's a Porsche. You yeah. know what I mean? like, And I told tight. you. So. That's tight. But, so what was the moment that you said, all right, man, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start my own brand. Um, Man, I think it was my like ending junior year at SC. I went to like a bunch of job fairs and I was like, why am I in this corny ass suit? And I'm like competing against a bunch of people to work at this consulting firm where literally people describe the job function as being someone's bitch. Wow. And I was like, uh, no thanks. Yeah. Wait, why am I at SC now? And I just was sketching sneakers and I was like, dude. And at the time I was working at Nordstrom, so I was driving to SC and then coming back to Orange County to work at Nordstrom 5 to 10 p.m. And I was selling shoes. I've always been to sneakers. I was selling these high-end shoes called Calmer Projects, John Buscemi's, Balenciaga's, yeah. things like that. You know, I was into it. Um, and I was like, dude, I can do this myself. And with my experience, just working at the internship, learning and asking questions like, how do I make this? Why did you use that? Like, how is this all made? I ended up finding out how. And I was like, dude, give me a shot. I'm going to start my own brand. And I'm going to do it better than Calmer Projects. I'm going to do it better than all the guys out here. But I'm also going to make it for, like, the everyday cat, you know, like 200 bucks, 300 yeah. bucks. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it the cheapest I can do something really good at. Interesting. Um, and uh, I think, like, end of junior year, uh, a week before my finals, I fl- two weeks before my finals, I flew to Italy. And I was just like, all right, let's do it. I've never been outside the country. So... Uh, 
Man, that's that's crazy. That's really crazy when you think about it. What was the first step that you took to make it real? Like, did you come up with the name first? Yeah. Did you? Because you had the sketches. You've been drawing kicks for yeah, yeah. ten years at this point. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like, what was the first step that you took? You're like, all right, I'm gonna make this real. Uh, the first step definitely was like. Um, I sat in the room. I bought one of those poster boards you get from like Target or Walmart for like yeah. 50 cents. I was like, let's think of a badass name. And I was like, and this is going to sound so cheesy how they came up with the name. I was like, all cool designer brands and luxury brands are a name that you can't pronounce. Mm. And I was That's like, let's literally just Google search <laughs> shit that I thought was cool. So I would just like reflect on myself like, what's cool? I was like, okay, cool. I think ancient Rome stuff is cool. Cool, let's find a word for ancient Rome. And then I found collegium and i hear so many like that's actually how the brands pronounce everybody everyone's like collegium uh collegium um it's so funny people still don't know how to pronounce it but it was collegium i found it and i was like i trademark searched it and i like uh brand searched it and there was nothing for collegium because it tell us about the definition of it yeah and collegium so when i searched up it's an ancient rome term uh it's a society of three or more kind of like a secret group it could be intellectuals politicians grave robbers just gnarly people passionate about something a group of people and i was like dude like mastermind group yeah i think big thursday last week for sure what's up and for me i was like dude my click is just uh for like enthusiasts about quality footwear and quality products. And that's my collision. That's our collision today. Um, that was the first step. You went and copped the poster board for 50 cents and you got, you got to it, got on Google. Yeah. I just started splatting a bunch of names on that poster yeah. board and collision and was when the you saw collegium, did you know that's it? You're yeah, a hundred percent. It was like so easy. Like you type it out and it like, dude, that looks All good. Right. Like it, it so types what was the next good? step. The next step was like, okay, how the hell am I going to fund this? I still don't know what the heck I'm doing. I'm like, uh, how expensive is it? I know I bought a ticket to Italy. What right. do I do now? Um, so I knew how to come up, you know, just common sense. You're like, well, if I order shoes, I have to be able to pay for it some right. way. Um, so I just started piecing out my collection. At the time, 2011, I probably had a bunch of like Royal Ones, Jordan Ones, mm-hmm. Breads. I had the Yeezy set, Yeezy One set, Yeezy Two set. Started piecing out things. I was like, okay, cool. I need to be able to pay for production, but also need to do all the other things that it takes to start a brand. So I sold like two pairs of dead stock Jordan Ones. Uh, I got like a thousand something bucks. I bought a, a DSLR camera. Still don't probably know how to use it correctly. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, I need one of those because all the cool sneaker photographers use a DSLR. Mm-hmm. It's got to be heavy. It's got to be big. And it's got to have a detachable lens. Okay. Um, and then I just started piecing everything out of the collection. Yeezys probably sold a set, five, six racks, you know, ended up accumulating like 20 racks then i asked my dad i was like dude i really want to do something stupid but just trust me it's gonna work out yeah so thank you dad for uh lending me that 15k out of your retirement i did pay that back finally wow um he trusts me with that so that's huge um i know i make him sound like a stickler but you know he really supports what i'm doing um that was like late 2014 i scrapped up like 35 grand i was like okay i should be able to buy 300 pairs of sneakers get to italy and figure it out from there wow Yep, that was it. That was the damn, steps. dude. That's awesome, man. So, how many times would you say, like, you or just in general, like, here's my question: How many times will you try something before you throw in the towel, dude? Honestly, that's such a hard question. Like, I don't really think, in the humblest way, I don't think I throw in the towel. I just find a workaround. Like, one of my homies has this like saying: minimal viable product. If viable product, if you can't figure it out, you figure out the best way you can do it to create a solution to it. And I feel like that's like I do that 
unconsciously just like, dude, this is the problem. I'm going to figure it out, or at least I'm going to get it to work and find yeah. a solution somehow. And, and I think that like, that's a huge mentality. Like you just got to finish what you start. And that's like, that's it. It's not about failure because failure is a lesson. So like finishing could just be like, all right, I didn't actually finish, but I learned something yeah. from it. And that's, and that I guess it. That, that's it. That's, that's awesome, man. What would you say have been some of your, your, your best mentors? Where do, where would you say you got some of your best education? Like all of the learning that got you to where you were at, where would you say it came from? Yeah, man, there's just so many people. Um, I, I just want to thank all of them, but one, my dad for just being hard headed and wanting me to be the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my coach in high school, I, I don't realize it till I'm older and I was never really great at basketball, but his style of coaching of just like being persistent and consistent, just always showing up 15 minutes before and just gnarly hours and working hard. Um, and, um, I guess another mentor would be, man, in the footwear space, there's just so many footwear and hustle space. I guess off the top of my head, Antonio Sanchez, Andrew Ackerman from Pacific shoe company, um, George Esquivel from Esquivel Shoes. You know, uh, when you want to do something, you need to know people that are already doing it. Yeah. So I'd always try to try to connect with people like, yo, he's doing this. Like, I want to learn and pick his brain. Mm. Um, and just like the big homies, Andy Nguyen from Afters and Chris No from The Leverage. Like, you talk about hustle. Like, right. they're the same story pretty much. Selling sneakers and yeah. doing their main hobby. And like, I always get to, you know, I'm blessed enough and thankful enough to like be able to talk to me like, yo, like. Chris, what should I do in this situation? You know, That's cool. um, so I'm always like, I guess I'm like the little brother to all the big homies that are doing right. it. And, you're uh, 25, right? Yeah, I'm 25. That's pretty young. Yeah, uh, age not a number. I always walk into a room, uh, and they're like, "How old are you? You are you the salesperson in the company? Or are cool. you like, what are you doing for the company?" I was like, "Oh, I'm like, I run it." They're like, "What do you mean? Like, are you the operations guy?" I'm like, "No, no, no. Like, I do the company. Like, I That's sketch awesome. the shoes out and I produce it. And yeah. it's always so funny. It, it's cool though. Like, I get it. You know, it's it's tough. So That's awesome, man. So, what would you say, like, now where you're at, right? Looking looking back and in, in retrospect, what would you say would have been some of the biggest blessings in disguise? Like situations that you went through where it was like, are you serious? Like, is this really happening right now? And now you look back at it and you're like, damn. Thank God that happened. Yeah, I think it goes back to those two moments we were just talking about was me getting arrested for, uh, you know, trying to steal some stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was like the, what was I thinking? Like, that was dumb. That right. was really dumb. And that put an edge of like, dude, I'm just going to hustle my ass off to get whatever I yeah. want, you know? And then I guess two was like that big moment of getting rejected from every single college after checking off all the boxes you think would be enough like you did everything you felt you were supposed to do yeah for and sure it still was not enough yeah that was the big eye-opener and that is what did that cause you to do that is literally how i run my company like i still to this day and full-heartedly honestly will say i don't know what i'm doing right. i've never been in the space I've, I, no one taught me how to design a sneaker. Yeah. I still don't do it the right way. To be honest, like for those of you that want to start a company, I still sketch out on a piece of paper and I send it to the factory and point arrows and say, I want this like this, this yeah. like this, this like that. Yet you're a big reason why Common Projects is not in Bloomingdale's and you are in Common Project. you are in nine different states. Yeah, yeah. we're pretty much uh, on the biggest cities of the United States and we got 10 international or 20 international accounts carrying the product. And it's literally just off of that mentality. It's like, 
when I got rejected from college, I checked every single box that you think you would need to check, but it's not enough. So like translating that to where I'm at today, you check every single box that you think I need cool pictures. I need like cool people wearing them. I need a pr good product. And my mentality is like, oh, there's always something else that you need to check because yeah. like you never know an what's enough. I think that's really powerful to uh, to have that mindset of like, just because I do every single thing that I'm supposed to do doesn't mean shit. It really doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. Yep. Like it doesn't mean that I automatically have a ticket in the door. It's interesting. That makes me think a lot to like the amount of uh, DMs that I get for people that want like a sit down. Yeah. They feel like you know, hey, I have a real estate license and, um, you know, I'd love to sit down with you and talk about being on your team. And it's like, man, that's nowhere close to the minimum amount of things that yeah. you need to do to be on our team. Dude, you got to do You know, like you need to at least hopefully have sold your home sent, and I'll even reply back like, hey, well, can you send a resume to this person? Yeah, and then for sure. The amount of times they don't actually do that because they just assume that these two things called having a real estate license, sending somebody a DM is enough to get in the door. It's no, that's not. nowhere close. And that's like the biggest mistake. Like I know how crazy hyped up Case is. Like yeah. all my real estate homies are like, wow, that's why I want them all. The way they market, how fresh they are with it. It's like, okay, cool. Like if you want to get in touch with them, do all the things that you see them doing. Yeah. If they're knocking on doors, if they're doing all that, make a list of what they do. And if you want to approach them, then first be able to say you do all the things yeah. that they do or else you're not even in the door well i love about like your your mindset at is that there's not this expectation like hey i'm gonna do this this and this and then i'm gonna automatically win yeah. like i don't think there's any anything automatic about what you're doing i think that you are you're looking at what you want to do and saying all right let me do everything that i can with what i've got and there's a good chance that it's not gonna pan out but i'm gonna go for it so many no's. I still yeah. get so many no's to this day. Uh, I look back and like we get we got pretty far. We got Bloomingdale's. We we're internationally carried, um, but we still get no's from retailers. Like, yeah. yo, your product's just like Con Projects. Okay, cool. I'll come back tomorrow. Right, and that's it. So, how do you overcome the slump? The slump, man. There's just so many different ways, but I think the biggest way is just like staying present. And if you know, I think that's like really correlative to real estate. It's like just show up. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be a slump. This roller coaster isn't just a one way to the ticket to the sky, yeah. you know? Um, so the slumps are there. Like I was just beating myself over like the past two months of like, okay, cool. Um, I don't know how else to get to the next stage. We got Bloomingdale's and we got a couple cans overseas. The, the goal is still to be this globally household name brand. Cool. I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m., go to the gym, get my mind right work with the factories early in the morning because Italy's nine hours in advance, write down what are the goals, what needs to be worked on, yeah. do the same routine. And then next thing you know, you just keep moving, you create new content, you do the things that you're supposed to do. Next thing you know, I get a call from Bloomingdale's the day before Christmas, a couple days before Christmas, like, hey, you killed the product, 96% sell through. We're doing double the size order last year. And like, oh, cool, cool. I made out the slump, but I wasn't trying to make it out the slump right but it happened you just showed up and you did the work yeah you stay present how important do you think it is that you have those areas outside of 
business and money in place. So like, you know, we talk a lot about the seven equities, which are mind, body, soul, family, and your true relationships, then business and money. How crucial do you think it is to have those first five equities in place? I think it's 100% crucial. Like there's no doubt in my mind, like your business, uh, actually this is someone, what someone told me, it's gonna sound really cheesy, but it just, I'm a cheesy dude, so it st stuck with me. He told me my altitude was my attitude. Yeah. So if I can get all those five equities right and just be happy and surround myself with people that are like-minded, keep my family tight, my friends, the handful of friends I have, just hang out with them, have a good time, take care of your body, your health, and just stay positive like those all all those things contribute to your attitude and like i don't know like i hate to in the humblest way too like i guess the way i am just it puts me in the places where i need to be just organically that's awesome man that's what's up that's a good line from kanye they say that your your latitude what do you say they say it's that your attitude attitude is your altitude. latitude yeah so the next question then on the flip side when you got it cracking Boom, you're winning. You know, I don't know if we can say yet the, 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 the big thing that you guys are going to be announcing soon, that collab, but when an, an opportunity happens like that and you're on fire, that's the other place where you could fall off, right? When you're in a slump or when you're winning. So how do you keep it going? What's your mindset all about and how do you keep it going when you're on fire? Man, I guess thank you to Coach Mermanes and thank you to Coach Vargas. They would always say man, you guys are complacent. You win mm. one game and you lose the next. It's because you're complacent. And you know, like that stuck with- said the Mexican coach Yeah, <laughs> dude. Hispanic coach Carter, Mexican coach Carter, he, he had us on suits, 5 a.m. practices, wow. every game, every game, every sir, yes yeah. sir, no sir, everything, the whole shebang, man. It was tight. It, like, I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. And like, this is like a product of that. It's like, when you're winning, like, again, like when we win, I'm still like upset, angry and competitive. Like. What do I gotta do next? Right. How do I get to the next stage? Like the win, like it goes so fast. And like my homies have to tell me like, dude, enjoy the small mm. wins, you know? But I'm always like, nah, what's our next move? Yeah. You know, like, cause it's this this game, this industry is relentless. It's just like real estate, you know? You sell one house, if you get complacent, you ain't making no more money yeah. for like six months, you know? The mentality of just being consistent and persistent, like that just gets me, that's just like not staying complacent. You always gotta find what's your next big goal. And I think it's like the natural, if you can find that trait in yourself as an entrepreneur, that'll get you somewhere. Like always wanting the next big thing. That's what I'm talking about. That's awesome, man. So what's your advice to other go-getters out there? Man, just, uh, it's simple, just start and put your back against the wall, swing for the fences, make a game plan and go. Uh, I have so many people, like, especially the younger cats and my homies are like, dude, how do I start a brand? How do I do this? How do I do that? You're not gonna know the answers. I'll tell right. you right off the bat. It's, you just, you don't, you'll never know the answers. Yeah. I'm sure when you started this thing, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna do it. And you figure out along the way, I still don't know why I'm bringing with collegium like problems today. Like, yeah. what's our iconic item? What's our, what's our brand of values? What's our slogan? Things like that. It's like, I still don't know. After three years, you don't know. So yeah. just get started. I'm not saying put 30 grand of your life savings into something, but get started what you feel comfortable with and do it. Just keep doing it because you don't wanna tell your homies like, uh, I flopped, right? Yeah, you know? And you wanna start screwing up as soon as possible. Yeah. Like I'm 20 years deep. I'm 19, but call it 20 years deep in this game. And I feel just as brand new as when I sold my first house. 
you know, because the game is continually improving, constant and never-ending improvement, right? That's For sure. The art of Kaizen. And if your mindset is to always grow and to always improve, you don't really ever stop and say, oh, man, look at how, look at how tall I am. All your work, all you're doing is how do I make it better? For sure. You know, I think that's really the key is to always stand from the place of how do I get to that 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 next level? Yeah. And like your friends say, do our best to enjoy those little wins. Yeah, for sure. I always try to remind myself that now because sometimes you put yourselves in dark spaces in your head. You just sit in your room trying to figure out how do I get there? How do I get there? How to get there? It's repetitive. Yeah. but enjoy the moments, enjoy all the learning process, the failures, everything. It's it's wild. It really is wild. That's awesome, <laughs> man. Well, super stoked that uh, got a chance to see some of the new product, got a chance to learn more about your story. Yeah. Any final words? No, thank you for having me. It's a blessing. Thank you to everyone that's been a part of this process. And dude, we're gonna keep going. Like, I'm gonna keep going. I'm just, it is what it is, you know? It, we're gonna make it. Well, keep it up, man. We appreciate what you're doing. It's a great product, and I uh, look forward to seeing more of it. Cool. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. We're out of here. Peace. It's a wrap, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Project Mindset, episode 17. Much love to my dude, Nick Sissombath, for coming on the show and really just sharing some really cool insights. Hope you guys gained some, some valuable tools some valuable lessons, some valuable insights, and and took a look at how you could break through in your business, how you could break through in your life. You know, hope you took some time to reflect on, man, what have been some of my biggest blessings in disguise? And as always, here is your question of reflection. My question is, what do you stand for? What do you stand for? When you think about any major brand company that sticks out for us it's usually because it it represents something it stands for something i'd like you to take some time and just think about what does my what does my brand represent what do i personally stand for and as always thank you so much for sharing this on insta sharing this on facebook sending this to your friends we're putting a lot of of really good energy into making this show better, uh, sharing it with more people. As you know, we have added a second podcast every single week, every Thursday. So make sure you tune in on Think Big Thursday. We will continue bringing it. Stay focused, stay inspired, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace.